Welcome to Succession Obsession, an episode-by-episode discussion of the HBO series Succession. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. This week we're talking about episode eight, the ironically titled America Decides. Very good. So we record this straight after watching it. We have no adverts, no Patreon account, and only very occasionally mention the cat. So... What got me so much about this episode was that I think normally when you come to the end of an episode, especially in season four, is you're kind of like, oh my God, that's so awful for one or two or all three of the Roy siblings. Here I just got to the end and thought, oh my God, I felt so bad for America in general. (laughs) Because it's just like, I mean, that was so realistic really, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, I mean, obviously, it didn't it didn't run the election night in exactly the same way as the twenty twenty election, but it very easily could have been. And all of the major decisions that happened are all things that really happened in the twenty twenty election. Um, um, well, well, like not yes, well, we, like the the TV companies being the ones that called the election, and it being incredibly close, and it coming down to, you know. Um, different parties accusing the other of duplicity over certainly in this case it was a fire yeah. in a in a yeah, election yeah. counting um, center but you know in the in the 2020 election it was trump accusing of voter fraud you know it's it's all the same thing really isn't it it's all just trying to like push it in your direction yeah although yeah. this this is this is different i think there are things that they're kind of making a little bit because it's so easy for it to have been like oh this is just like trump i mean menken is really not a trump character in, in, in no. as much as he's very, very, in his personality is very no. different. Yeah. Um, and also you have, mm, so oh, I'm trying to recall 2020 election hoo-ha, but there was just accusations being made. I suppose there are accusations about this, but we know there is a fire. The fire yes. that destroys vote is very real. So that's a very concrete thing to and, happen. But, but there's no real, real detail about who's to blame for any of it, is it? It could be... It could be a fire that started accidentally, and already, as soon as it starts, like there's accusations of it being started by um, you know Menken supporters. Then there's counter accusations of it being started by Jimenez yeah. supporters, in order to blame it on Menken supporters. True, all, true. all these kinds of things. Did you not yeah. think? I thought that yeah. the implication was it definitely was Menken supporters. Yeah, no, I did think that. It did feel yeah. like that, but it very soon got away to being it's really not really relevant anymore because the narrative's just being told whichever way anyone wants it to. And I'm really, I'm really, it all came back to the, the narrative that the three Roy siblings wanted it to be yeah. in the end, didn't it? All the time, and you and whether that's a realistic portrayal of how much power media moguls can have, I don't know. But it felt very real, didn't it? It felt like, well, certainly if it's on a knife edge, it felt like you could very easily have yeah. them calling for that. I just noticed how I'm feeling now, and normally I'm like, well, that was a emotionally raw episode, but it's also really funny. I don't feel like that at all after watching the episode. We didn't have, it wasn't yeah. an episode with a lot of humour, was there? There wasn't. No, there were some, but not not masses of it. Not yeah. lots. Yeah. I mean, I think like, well, actually, I was going to say the one incident that like stands out was really funny is possibly because potentially, I mean, we'll go through it, but maybe the fact that um, that poor guy, what's he called? Darwin. Darwin gets wasabi in his eyes and that makes him... Um, yeah, I mean, he's kind of off his game, obviously, with wasabi and then lemon in his eyes. Yeah. Greg, don't put any more lemon water wasabi in his eyes. Well, in fact, yeah, yeah. that's potentially, I think the implication is that was the reason why they called um, they called Wisconsin. What, because because Greg was, 
Greg was told to go and do it when he couldn't do it. No, because right. he was sort of he was he had a decision making capability, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And like he was sort of off off his game. Yeah. So he he may have made a difference. Yes. Well, there were all all of these factors, all of the factors in it. So it's so well plotted, isn't it? All these little factors have have the combined to make this final thing of calling Wisconsin, isn't it? The, yeah. Anyway, let's go back to get to the beginning of it. Anyway, the, mm. a, I mean, it it starts off fairly fairly succession like doesn't it really where you just just got like various people walking around and they're in contact with their various people in different oh, parts of the sounds country a really great tv program yeah it's various people they're walking around no. and they're in contact with other people no but what i mean is what oh, i mean is tell me more the sense of the sense of political doom is not so apparent at the beginning is no. it just, just sort of builds no. well yeah. you got tom you got tom he obviously coming off the back of last week's yeah massive row with shiv um didn't seem didn't seem like completely affected by that did he at the beginning of yeah. like, i guess he has got a lot to think about yeah he's got yeah. a lot on people get yeah. on with their lives but yeah, he yeah. is um i mean of course there's reasons why he's been very tense but i don't i think that is yeah. i think that's carried in his portrayal um but, and it's been built up to this hasn't it because he's mentioned it in previous episodes how he's got to run the election coverage yeah, today and that's yeah, it's yeah. a big deal as a head of atn this to do is that. massive yeah he, we know he didn't get to bed too early last the night before yeah. Um, he's worried about wearing adult nappies. He's not really checking in with Greg. I missed the bit about adult nappies. Was he wearing? He was. No, no. He's so, he's talking to like one of the guys who's worked there for years and saying. Was, he's talking to Darwin, wasn't he? Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And he says something about I've been hearing some stories like adult nappies. You'll be okay. You'll be able to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so he's just wondering if they're available if needed. Well, he thought it might be an enforced thing. I think. Oh right. Like, okay. Get your nappies on. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and already you've got, in those beginning scenes, you've got these little kind of, oh, let's talk about, there's some woman who's been, like, lying, lying, or she's been saying that she's voted 30 times yeah. under a cat's name or something like that, and then... So these are sort of, like, the stories that you think they might be pushing to, like, sway yeah. that. These are all small fry compared to what's coming, really, aren't they? Yeah. These are just, but um, But you had, so you had that bit at the beginning, don't you, where... Um, Darwin is briefing the rest of the news people mm. on what's going to go down, and Tom and Tom and Greg just aren't really listening, are they? Even though they should really probably should be listening at this point. Yeah, you, you can't hear it, and he's and he, they have to say, "Got it," whatever and, that was. And this is our one one of our other major bits of comedy here was Greg describing to Tom oh, what he'd done the night before. With that's Madison. true. That was funny. He danced with an old man, but the old man didn't want, want to, to dance, dance. But they made him. <laughs> I have no idea what that would have been about. And they drank things that were not normally meant to be drunk (laughs) but this this is important though it's important not just a comedy thing is it because this is kind of where we learn that greg has found out that shiv's shiv's doing a deal with man drop your exposition and a crunchingly very very clever very good very yeah yeah so he tells tom so do you reckon tom is there's something like Tom already knows this, doesn't he? He was there at, when Shiv was yeah. calling Madsen at one point. But why point. is he? Why does he seem so antagonistic? He's at, I thought, or maybe I misread it, but I thought he was quite angry at, at Greg almost. For I think he or just likes being angry at Greg and he's very stressed. But also, I think he's kind of knowing that um, this information that Greg has about Shiv and Madsen is, is dynamite, but should be used carefully like he well he, i guess he's he, i think at this point do you feel that he's wanting do you think he still wants to is is he wanting to defend shiv so he wants possibly to kind of, yeah. possibly at this point yeah but he, but he's also i think he's also cleverly thinking 
Greg, don't just go and blow up your mouth up everywhere about this. You don't know how this is going to land. He well, wants to make sure it lands. I mean, that's what he says. So he says, yeah. oh, you know, store it like a fine wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With information, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But I thought the look on his face was like almost, I don't know. I didn't think it was um, conniving. I thought it was, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sort of hoping that there's some part of him, obviously, gets torn apart later. Yeah. But some part of him that's still wanting to sort of I think so it. and I think because we also this season they sort of shift up that's the that's the tragedy of Tom and Shiv isn't there this is a very small part of them which hopes it can be yeah hopes it can still work yeah yeah so I, I think you're probably right that Tom is holding on to that for Shiv's benefit mm. but will not necessarily use it in that way if, yeah. if um and then so then after this we have another another little hook for later on which is Kendall speaking to Rava having to admit to her that in the car that he's been tailing her with an SUV for some time, which is such a Kendall thing to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the only thing about that yeah. was I was thinking that, she, you know, unless I miss it, it's rather, I would think if I was in the in that car with my daughter, yeah. the rather would say, oh, it's your dad, don't worry, don't worry, dear, it's your dad. And there'd be some, com- I mean, I know well, that, she didn't say that, that to would Sophie. suck, so, like, dramatically to yeah, have, yeah. like, you know, 10 seconds of, oh, actually, hang on, I'm just going to explain what I've just heard already yeah, on the yeah, telephone. Yeah. Um, but uh, anywho, yes. that was my only little caveat, but yeah, yeah. okay. But we get to, we get reminded that, um, from and they, and they remind us this in the um, scenes before the titles as well, that um, Kendall knows that Sophie, his mixed race daughter, has been being bullied by sort of radio well, headquarters. I think she's sort of, sort of Southeast Asian. Southeast Asian, is she? No, okay, that is what yeah. I read online. Yeah, but he so because some of some of Kendall's motivation for what's going on here does feel just about Sophie in some ways, and he says that he wants he wants he yeah. hopes he's been a good father, or he doesn't think he's been a good father later, doesn't he? And you you kind of feel that there's at least some point in this episode where Kendall doesn't want Menken to win purely for Sophie's sake. He's only thinking about Sophie, mm. but his his Kendall's allegiance is just change on a dime really depending on what's happened well, well with season three yeah. he was all kind of i'm um i'm feminist kendall he's standing up for, yes for women who've been abused on by the cruisers um do you feel there's any part of him that really believes in his liberal values no i don't think, I think he, he would like to but i mean they just, they just seem at one point later on where he did seem sort of genuinely, genuinely worried about Menken winning. Like he, he's just, Kendall just looked so confused in a lot of this episode, didn't he? He was just sort of like really torn about what was happening, but I was never completely sure whether he was torn about the um, terrible, terrible prospects of Menken yeah. winning or losing the Gojo deal and therefore not becoming. Yeah. Not becoming so at the moment, yeah. this stage, yeah. obviously we know, you know, shifts and she sticks with, you know, there's politics all the way through. She wants, she's very much a Democrat girl. Yes, but, and, you but know. you say that, but really she's a Democrat girl. This, this is the, this is the really interesting question this episode, I think, mm. isn't it? You, you think each of the, each of the presidential candidates that the Roy's are backing one way or the other at any point, are any of them doing it because of the politics or is it always about their selfish motives? Like you could say Shiv, really doesn't want Menken to win. But also she really wants um, uh, Jimenez to win because then it will get her um, 
it'll get Matson to buy Gojo and then she'll get her, her place in the new Waystar. I I really don't think for Shiv, I think for Shiv you're seeing something a lot more emotional than just losing the deal. So I don't I don't buy that. I mean, yeah, there is yeah, for sure there's an element of that in there, but yeah. I think she's much more I mean, remember she's been sort of linked with Democrat politics from the beginning. Yeah. I think she had an absolute horror of Mencken. Something that was so distasteful, so she finds him so, you know, really, yeah. really the the end. But if so, I say take, take an alternate uh, reality here, where if Mencken winning meant that she got to head up Waystar, do you think she'd go for it? I, I really think she would be torn a lot. Okay. So I think that would be a maybe. I don't yeah. think so, but I think this is just um, this definitely. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's the most she's the most politically minded of the three of them, I think. Yeah, she's like, certainly more than Kendall and Roman. She's but, yeah. totally capable of betraying her democratic values. Yeah. But those are her values. But yeah. just just kind of getting a temperature thing. At this point, we got we got Kendall, who seems like in with Nate, has a little chat with the uh, 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 Daniel, the guy, the, Daniel the Jimenez, Jimenez yeah. the Democrat candidate. Um, so him and and Shiv are definitely Team Democrat. Meanwhile, Roman's gone off to have a face to face with Gerald Menken. Yes. Um, but but after Kendall's had the conversation with Jimenez, he's kind of he's felt brushed off by him, and so he, that's what makes him no no longer confident that um, Jimenez is going to block the deal. Is that that's why he after that conversation, Kendall very much moves into wavering camp. I think. Yeah, and into yeah. like who who's going to help me with this? Um, we'll get this deal. So we do have a cat interlude, and Ethan's waving at me to continue talking while he removes it. But Roman and Menken. So Menken says, "I want to focus focus on losing. You know, if I win, it's all straightforward." What did that say to you? Focus on losing. What did you interpret that as? So I imagine. Well, I suppose the instant thing is you think you imagine the same thing happened with Trump and we're going to probably make loads of um, uh, references to him that at some point he was like, I think I might lose. And therefore, if I do, I don't want to lose. And I think for Trump, it was just if I don't want to lose, then um, I I want to well, create a world where I, I haven't really lost. It's all a kind of challenge the votes. Yeah. Challenge has been voted blah, 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 yeah. you, Which it's this seemed a little bit more sophisticated. I did. I think he was more thinking long term. I mean, I think he sort he was sort of saying, oh, "If we don't win now, we will win next time." Yeah. So I didn't think it was quite so bad. Is it was more uh, challenge the narrative and challenge the. I mean, I think we'll come on to this later, but challenge the you know the democratic process. Yes. Is what. I mean, yeah. So I think this is where Mencken differs from Trump. Okay. But we get into that. But you said challenge the democratic process. You still think Mencken was about challenging the democratic process? Yeah, 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 yeah. And in as much as he was sort of talking about saying, "Oh, this went wrong, and that and you can't trust the polls," and blah blah blah. Um, but yeah. but not. But you didn't think he was going to go as far as like um, saying that there was fraudulent voting or fraudulent no, counting. No, no, or no, I didn't get yeah. that vibe. I mean, okay. that would have been too yeah. sort of echoing Trump. So yes. that wouldn't wouldn't have been like very. But if I can return here to um, your theory of a couple of episodes ago about mm. the meaning of the word succession, um, you know, you said that you thought, and Jesse Armstrong had always said that the, that the title succession referred to some kind of succession. 
I feel everything that happened here still plays into your theory in a I way. Like I like that, how you back up my theory. Yeah, so you've much, got you've got a bit cold I'm, on your theory. But. I don't think it does because okay. I don't think it's going to play out that way. But okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with later on at the end. I'm gonna come up with more reasons why I still think it's a good theory. Okay, okay. but I think this this instance here is is a little bit of evidence towards it because Mencken is talking about messing with the democratic process. And that's what you were talking about in your yeah, theory. Yeah, 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 you were yeah, saying yeah. it's about the succession of yeah. the democratic uh, of the president yeah. is the, is yeah. the thing. Anyway, we'll get back to that later. So yeah. Tom does drugs. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Greg has really been the coke dealer all the way through the series, hasn't he? He gets him a Kendall. He gets yeah. for presumably he's got something better than um, Park Coke, which oh, yeah. he got for Kendall he's ages ago. Because he doesn't. After all, also, Greg doesn't just get coffee anymore. No, he refuses to get coffee. But Tom's upset and he wants him to be... Go back Greg. to Gregging. Go back to Gregging. Um, there isn't, really. What do you think are the consequences of Tom doing coke, if any? In this episode mm. or what yeah. would be... Yeah, no, in cons- this episode, just in this episode. Well, he gets a bit, he gets a bit more fiery and angry and and sh- um, snaps at people and you feel that like if he was to do that at a very important point in this evening like like someone was to question his calling calling a particular state or something and he snapped at them they might just go and do it anyway but then that's, yeah well as it is yes. but it didn't you yeah. didn't see any of that but I, I, that's what i'm sort of wondering if it was just a bit of a jolly you know i mean you're all makes right. us go one way but I, I didn't see anything that actually affected i wasn't really expecting it to do anything to be honest i just thought it was like another another factor in the tom's incredibly tired even after he went made everyone go to bed last the night before at the party okay, okay. yeah but he has yeah. to then take a phone call from connor which we've seen connor still most supportive wife ever yeah. connor have... still has the best the best and the funniest scenes i think with willa and i love it where he's sort of talking and willa says Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> yeah, it's like Schrodinger's cat. Until there's, until, which I'm trying to work out what it is. Yeah, no, but you don't know. We're all like. Until the election's called. Who yeah. knows who it could be? Could be me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Schrodinger's cat. Could be alive, could be dead. I well, could I'm, be president. I am president at this point. But then, And then they start talking about like how Kentucky is his most likely state. Mm. And then get, Kentucky gets called for one of the other two. Well, and you're left. Called for Menken. Called for Menken, yeah. And you're left thinking. Did Connor think he was going to win Kentucky? He really, he really thought he was going to win. Alas, Kentucky, alas, vanishing. <laughs> which I thought must be some quote, but I can't find it anywhere. So I think no. it's a suggestion. It might be a quote from one of Willa's plays. Oh, I think Connor just made it up. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, there's another bit just after this when, um, well, maybe this is a result of Tom doing, uh, doing coke earlier, but Tom's back in the newsroom and just barking at people and he's going, mm. Dave, 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 Dave. And all it reminded me of was Hal in 2001, just calling, calling for Dave all the time. Yeah, but in a more subdued tone, yeah, if I remember yeah. rightly, in 2001. Yeah, he's obviously an absolute nightmare boss as something goes a bit awry and everybody yeah. seems to be really on it and he's just shouting at people. You know? Yeah, and then you have the comedy of, like, Tom telling Greg to get the Roy siblings off the floor, which Greg cannot oh, do it anywhere. So they just walk round him all the time, <laughs> round them round the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not really going to work. But then we go to one of the important scenes here, you know, where Shiv gets asked to speak to Tom yeah. alone kind of thing. And we get the scene that we've been waiting for for about, well, about four episodes now, I think, isn't it? For Shiv to finally tell Tom that she's pregnant. 
Yeah, and but, and oh. you could could you feel I could feel it coming? Could you? I, I felt that it was a possibility here, but, like like I felt it was a possibility in the balcony scene in the yeah, last episode. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, every time they've been together yeah. since we know she was obviously a, a possibility. Yeah. But she only drops it on him after he says, you know, in in just kind of in the same vein as continuing on their nastiness. Although she does, she apologises, doesn't it? It starts off with her apologising. Yes, she apologises, but she apologises in that terrible way, which is an apology, which then she vocally asks for an apology back, which is no apology at all. I guess it's not. (laughs) But I guess it is still at least an apology of of sorts. Yes. And and, uh, you would normally, it is normal, I should kind of expect some response back. I can't quite, in that conversation, is before she drops the pregnancy bombshell, is Shiv asking Tom for help with not revealing the Matson connection? Is that what no, she's asking? No, I don't think so. No. no. Okay. I think at that point, all she's doing is, um, hmm, I think she just wanted to apologise to him. I think that was the point. I think something, we don't know what, but something's gone on, and she, I mean, there's nothing in it for her. As for oh, obviously maybe there's some angles, but I I genuinely just think she wanted to apologise. So you don't I think? Mean, I imagine yeah. she's doing therapy on a very regular basis, and that you know maybe. Okay, I I read that quite uh, quite differently because I I think she she's you know been with Kendall and um, Roman before this, and she can see that this that ATN is sliding towards Menken here, mm-hmm. and I terribly think she drops the pregnancy bombshell to try and draw Tom closer to her in order to get him to not call for Menken. I That's... do not. I mean, we're nowhere near them calling Menken at this stage. No, but it's it's a possibility. It's she, she knows that Tom is the one doing the calling and she wants to bind herself closer to Tom here. And I think that's what I think it's one of the reasons why she says it here. She, I... she says there's a number no. of reasons why I'm feeling off kilter. Um, and, and then you know that she's going to drop the pregnancy off, pregnancy not, off this. Well, I don't know if that was her plan. But she, she's trying to garner sympathy from him, I think. I think... I don't know. You might be right, obviously. She's yeah. probably something in it for her. Yeah. Um, but, but Tom... He thinks, yeah. yeah. I mean, and she does all... But she says it in a, a line where he says... Because she's saying, look, you know, my dad just died. And he says, but, you know, you also kind of hated him. And you also sort of killed him. Which is pretty harsh. But do you not think Shiv's line about her dad is also another attempt to garner sympathy from Tom to get him on her side over the election? If if that's what I was that's was in my mind as we were going through it. Yeah. I um perhaps I guess yeah. she knows he's got some power. But I do but, find I love the acting just at the end of it oh. where, where he says like he just doesn't get it. I think it's so it, he it's says, too much for him to take. Is in. that even true? He says. Is it even true? Is it? Is this like? Is like? Is this some sort of play? Or, but I think he just. I don't think he meant it in a. It, well, it's just because it, you know there's so much like lying and deceit that goes on that it seems a sort of reasonable thing, or maybe it's even a joke. And she just sort of really looks. I mean, she never really crumbles, but like so, it comes so close to being really vulnerable. I I felt that. That his response there of saying, is that even true, was if there was any humanity left between the two of them after the balcony scene, I felt that was the final, when it finally ebbed away. Because that's Shiv, Shiv, Shiv's last thing she could say to Tom was about the pregnancy. And it's the the last big thing where he might possibly 
go back to her for this reason. And him saying, is that even true? Thinking that she might lie about that. That's just it, I think. I don't, I, I don't know. I still don't two, think that's it. I mean, they've said, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm going back to, I'd like an open relationship on my wedding night. You'd have thought that might be it, really. It's so true. I true, they keep surprising us with more and more yeah. awful things they said to each other. Oh, so Shiv goes back to her brothers and says that Tom's a piece of shit. Um, and they sort of there's a point where they kind of seem a bit family-ish I thought she does that yeah. I mean again I think I've said it before like do you want us to kill him or something like that there's a good refrain just a couple of scenes later isn't there where Tom says something sort of a bit mean to Shiv and Ken was like back off Tom <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he does it's yeah. being yeah. sort of brotherly yeah yeah and there is and that's that was at that point very you know very true I think yeah. Kendall really revealing his feelings Talking about revealing feelings, you've got, and I think this is a point, Roman as a character is kind of, we've come to really like Roman, I think. I know I certainly have. Really kind of kind of forgive him his, um, you know, his childish ways and... and his sexual kind of, frivolities. Yeah, yeah, it's all kind of a little bit of a joke and yeah. we know his vulnerabilities, so we sort of forgive him and we know he's a softy, but there's some line where... Uh, they're talking about something in the newsroom and he sort of says, or oh, blame it on the blacks or the Jews. You know, they're yeah. favourites. And you're just reminded of like None of the others can none of the others would do that. Is it only Roman can do that? No, yeah. and also I know you know, yes, I'm sure he's calling it a joke, but that's yeah. when it's just so yeah. so horrible and kind of representative of what's wrong so much of the world yeah. as well, really. And, and do you remember, like, when we had the politics episode in the third season, um, you know, back when Logan was deciding who to back in the election, mm. when we were like, we saw a side of Roman in that episode, which was like, you know, the side, the sort of fascist side of him that yeah. really couldn't give a shit about anyone, yeah. anyone else. And, and him then, you know, going in league with Menken at the time. And that was like pretty much Roman for this entire episode, wasn't it? He just seemed like fascist Roman the whole way, just could not give a shit about the result of the election or what Mencken being president might mean for loads of lots and lots of people in the yeah. country. And yeah, like, yeah, like you just said, it's just, it just seems very, very unpleasant. And, and he's, it doesn't even, we don't even have his little um, interchanges with Jerry to look forward to anymore. Cause that's all gone as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of grim. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got more stuff, Blotting around in the in the newsroom, um, but, but why, we've got the. Sorry, yeah. So this is the point I think where we know about the. Um, is is this where we know about the fire? The and they're talking more about Milwaukee and whether they're going to call for Mil- Milwaukee. Um, I mean, like, just I think it's Wasn't it Wisconsin. Oh yeah, so Milwaukee. <laughs> sorry, episode. we're British. <laughs> Milwaukee is a town. In Wisconsin, right? I yes. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Milwaukee, Democrat city, so probably most Democrats. So there's all this conversation uh, about it being Democrat votes that were burnt, and then Darwin, uh, Darwin saying, "Well, I should really call it for the Democrats because," and it's just back and forth yeah. about who they there's should call it for. There's lots of back and forth. Yeah. And as this goes on, is this where we have Shiv cornering Greg in a cupboard? Yeah. That was weird. I mean, initially, did you think? Fucking hell! They're going taking this to a new di- new direction. I really thought Shiv might like, sort of rape Greg. 
Greg. Really? That's I don't what you thought really. was going to happen. Well, I thought like not that, but sort of like I thought she. Greg was going suddenly to... looked like he thought she was going to. Yeah, and I yeah. was just I I so I could so believe the writers could do that in some sort of authentic, terrifying way. Yeah. Um. But no, she isn't talking about fucking in the sexual sense. She's talking about it in the metaphorical sense. Yeah. Um. She like like Kendall said before in some in some of these sort of like face-offs that he's had various people he says things things like you do this and i'll rip your own sides out or mm. i'll put all your entrails for all this and you think is that really a threat i mean how would Shiv actually do that like what's she what's she really meaning is she just meaning i, I know she's not actually going to do that but what power does she really have over greg What's to do that? Well, why is that more anything more than an idle threat? I mean, yeah. do you think Kendall and her are just sort of following their dad's example? Well, that, well that's what it felt like, really, wasn't it? Yeah. And maybe there were things where you kind of imagine Logan Roy might have actually done stuff. Yeah, I imagine Logan maybe, but not Kendall or, or yeah, Shiv. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But somehow they're following their yeah. parents. Yeah. Um, so by, by, by this point now, I think after this, this is when um, Connor decides he's going to... Um, uh, say he's supporting Mencken and gives this, his amazing speech on TV. Yeah. <laughs> and just before that, Willow said, she, she's like, well, he is right wing, but, you know, Vienna for lunch, Venice for dinner. Because <laughs> <laughs> where is it they're going to get? Um, Slovenia, uh, Slovenia, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. On the slows. Um, <laughs> yeah. What I liked, I thought, you know, his speech, um, he, he, he mentions about uh, if I wouldn't, if that one woman hadn't dropped out and then been replaced with somebody whose private life couldn't bear public scrutiny, and I thought, was it um, a reference to like UKIP in Britain? So they were a very um, pretty right far right yeah. party, mostly you know about Brexit, um, but they they had a succession of leaders at some point who just kept. I don't know, farting around. So it was after Nigel Farage. Um, so I, I just wondered if it was a, a vague. Oh, I'm afraid it reminded me of nothing more than um, a scene in a Brit in a um, Irish sitcom, the Irish sitcom Father Ted, when um, when Father Ted receives an award for being priest of the year and just spends oh. the whole thing blaming everyone else for his. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That could and I don't a... know if Jesse Armstrong. I mean, Jesse Armstrong being British will probably have seen He's Father definitely Ted. Definitely seen Father Ted. But that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, no. yeah could be, could be. Um, so we've already we've had the um, the wasabi and lemon incident yes. at this point. Yeah. So they've called it. Well, they haven't called it the um, um, uh, Milwaukee. Wisconsin. No, Wisconsin. Yeah. They've they're pending. They're calling Pen, yeah. it pending. But and it makes you see, doesn't it, just how these things how these things develop and like and Roman's playing it for all he can, isn't he? Because he knows that once they call it even pending, he can just call that called it. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 a sort of edging thing. You move yeah, it along yeah. and then you make it. Why long. why is this allowed? Why is this how it works? Why yeah. are the TVs call yeah. call it? So um <laughs> I don't understand. This it is seems obviously weird, American doesn't it? Thing. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not. Um, lot, lots of countries have weird electoral things that go on, but but I mean, I think obviously oh. it doesn't have any legal power. It doesn't mean anything legally. They still have to count all the votes. But, but we seems... we know that we know. Well, this is what they were saying for the twenty twenty election, weren't we? That calling it has has power because that's yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sort yeah, of, you know, yeah. And, Trump and... took some of his his sort of. Um, power for saying that the election was election fraud from it being called by certain tv stations yeah it? yeah it was yeah it was sort of 
put in cold water, which was luckily Fox did that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I should be fair. No, maybe it would have been a night. Yeah. Anyway, no. Um, so I, I mean, there, yeah, there's a bit of a mystery, and um, if any American people want to tell us why, then, yes. or maybe I could just Wikipedia it. And believe me, we're not criticising why it happens because all elections are weird. But if anyone can tell us why the American TV stations come to call the election, that would be quite interesting. I mean, yeah, they don't. Obviously, they do ask for official confirmation. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Kendall, is this Kendall and Roman now have a kind of like there's more stuff with the siblings talking, talking kind of supposedly professional business speak and then it going on, turning into an argument about roast chicken and steak. Yeah. Um, And Kendall starts saying that that the reason they didn't, they never let uh, Roman get his way was because... Because if he was allowed to throw tantrums like that all the time when he was younger, then he'd think that could always work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like like maybe that was... I don't really quite follow the parenting kind of no. rules there. But, yeah, but there's, this is where Kendall's sort of saying, well, you know, he talks a little bit about the incident with his daughter yeah. and just says, it's kind of a nice idea, everyone kind of getting on together, mingling. Yeah, what was, the, what was the line he said actually about America? He said... Um, yeah, it, it is. It is kind of a nice idea, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. yeah. And and actually, Roman, Roman does actually when he says about Sophie being threatened, but Roman does it. Does the first thing he says is she's okay? So he does inquire after his daughter to start. He does with. I know? Yeah. For an instant, I'm not going to forgive see, him for everything. No, but yeah, yeah, he does. And but that then, that almost feels like a more mature Roman. I don't know. Yeah, but, but in the next moment, he's like. No, come on, let's just jam our heads in the bosom of what's it, the bosom of history, history and go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about Roman, isn't it? He doesn't really give a shit. He isn't. He's not yeah. sort of a true. But it's interesting because Kendall now talks to Shiv, and he admits Kendall's definitely in therapy. Basically, oh god, every yeah. moment we don't see him on screen, yeah. he's in therapy. He's got a grief counsellor. He's got a counsellor for everything. Great grief guy, get everything guy, and yeah. so. He says he does talk about wanting to be lead. Shiv doesn't super react to that, does she? Why do you think she doesn't go? What the actual fuck, Kendall? I suppose it was supposed to be all three of us. Well, it, I I thought that could have been read by Shiv as him talking about in the past. Like there's a there's a possibility she could have read it like that that he was talking about. It could have been him at some point. I, I didn't, was pretty thought he was using the present tense. You thought he was? Oh, okay, right. I wasn't. I wasn't sure about. I mean, Shiv's got quite a lot on her mind at the moment. Yes, yes. yes I mean, I think also, yeah. also the fact that she's sort of finding her own way and hoping to get. Yeah. Well, she's probably basically not thinking anything, but she knows she's completely betraying. Yeah, Tom and... but she terribly is trying to manipulate um, Kendall by keep mm. calling him a good guy, as though trying to say. Say, Kendall, I know somewhere in that dark heart of yours there's a good side to you, which means you will you will make sure that Mencken doesn't become president. But is it? But I think I still don't think she's doing it completely for good motives for Jimenez winning. I still think it's partly because she wants to have you, a deal. You, you can deal hold with, that view. You can hold. Yeah. I mean, certainly there might be a little bit of that. It makes it she yeah. she wants the deal to go through. She wants to. She's really hoping to, you know, sort things out with Lucas Madsen. But the one thing I would say about Shiv in her defence is she's such a terrible liar and such a terrible 
wall of of pretense you know she you can see through her fibs what you mean when she's lying about speaking to Nate yeah I yeah. mean yeah that's very much so but even even when he asks her about Madsen about are you doing are you in you know Madsen something something like along those lines and Ken, she, when Kendall asks yeah her. Kendall yeah. asks her directly and she just prevaricates yeah. and I think that must make Kendall a bit suspicious at that point oh sorry you're you're not meaning after the point where he definitely knows that she's no 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 because he says something he he asks her a question and saying oh no he doesn't say you in bed with him he says something like um he says like you definitely want this deal to go through yeah or you definitely don't want the deal to go go through through, rather and she just doesn't answer him but this is where so this is really important line i think about him talking about uh, his fathering you know his parenting kendall saying Maybe, you know, maybe I'm I'm going to be shit like my dad. Maybe the poison drips through. Yeah. She's like, no, yeah. no, I can't believe that. I can't believe because that. Because if that's true, then the poison might drip through to my child also that's yeah. going to be born at some point. Well, yeah. into my parenting, yeah. 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 And that's... So So this is where Shiv fakes the call to Nate in order to pretend that the Democrats might still support blocking the deal. Yeah, for but, one minute, I just thought she'd make the wrong phone call and was just talking yeah. stupidly, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't quite, I didn't immediately understand why she was faking it, but then it's it's obvious, isn't it, that she's going to lie to, to Kendall and pretend that Nate said, yeah, there might be a possibility of this. I mean, yeah. to be fair, it would have been much safer to actually call him and, but I suppose yeah. at that point, I was thinking about it, they might have jumped on it and they might have made that deal. They might, you know, they... They the were where the Democrats were, you know, and through the episode, we're getting the sense of how, you know, it's even they get one state that's, you know, it's really, really close. So yeah. it would mean everything. Um, you know, it could mean a lot if they they sort of. So you mean what you mean? Shiv should have actually phoned Nate and tried and seen if that was possible. Um, no, no. What you mean if she really wanted the Democrats to win? Well, you mean why didn't or... she actually make the call to Nate? Why did she? Well, why? No, no. I mean. She, hmm, okay, hang on a minute. So she doesn't really. Well, or, or was it that she, she just got his answer phone? And so like, but she didn't want to like say, I couldn't get through now. I'll try again later. She she, she just wanted to. Don't know. That's a crap theory. Oh, she got the answer phone. She's a bit embarrassed. She sort of said, couldn't be bothered to answer back. No, no it must you, be. She did it deliberately then. She, deliber- she deliberately she didn't phone She deliberately didn't phone him. Yeah. You would kind of think she would. Why have. didn't she just like hold the phone up to her? Why did she dial anything? Is it just so the audience knew that she hadn't spoken yeah. to him? I guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but you probably wouldn't do that in real life, would you? <laughs> just phone something so you got an answer phone. Well, it wasn't an answer phone. It was just a message saying you've dialed an incorrect number. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you have to go. Boo, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've now got. But that. But but this is this is. Kendall then phoning Nate, and we don't hear what he says, but phoning him, and we see from him looking back at Shiv in the room that he knows that that Shiv hasn't spoken to Nate, and then he goes and talks to Greg, and all the all these all these things come back to to haunt him. Shiv, I was so horrified. I find myself just kind of squealing in horror, and I know Roman was saying something during that time, but I couldn't hear it because you were squealing. But this is what I mean about this is what I was saying earlier about the about the um, allegiances of the of the siblings change. Well, mainly mainly Kendall's changing because 
it felt like he's been mainly thinking about Sophie for a long while in this episode and thinking, I can't, I can't help Mencken to win because of Sophie. And then as soon as this, this event happens with Shiv, where he realised that Shiv has been shafting him and Roman all this time by being in league with Madsen, he so can't handle the fact that he's been, you know, um, Shiv has betrayed him in this way, I think, that after that, Sophie's forgotten. Like, Sophie's forgotten mm-hmm. that he's in with, in with Mencken after this because he just feels crushed, I think, by, by you know, his father betrayed him the whole way through and now Shiv's betraying him. Well, I think he just feels... I felt like this wall went down in Kendall at that point. He's like that. I think that was the the meaning of the very last line of the episode when he says, "What was it? Some people can't can't um, was it? Some people can't make a deal." In the very last yeah, line of the episode, thinking or something. Yeah, to his But I think he's. I think he's kind of like, "Fuck it! I can't trust anyone. I can't trust my sister, who I thought I had some relationship with here. Mm. I'm just doing what it takes for me. I'm not even. I'm even going against my daughter's best interests here." I am just sorry I've been thinking about yeah why she doesn't make that call because so that actually does sort of back your theory up if she really wanted them to win more than anything more than the deal then she would have made the call that would have screwed her deal because um, then Gojo doesn't buy them but but the Democrats might have got in and might have had more of a chance so you're right. Sorry, explain that guy. I don't understand what you mean there. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just saying that. So, so that decision of her. So she could have, you know, yes. There's, if she really, really wanted Democrats to win, she could have um, called. You Nate. Know, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's giving them the best fighting chance. Um, By calling Nate and saying, "Look, if you will block the deal, we will back. We will back you in this." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she didn't. So that does your that does sort of point. I'm I was kind of defending Shiv, but yeah. oh, no, no. But hang on, but but she just because she doesn't actually speak to Nate, she's still trying to tell um, Kendall that the Democrats will back the deal, so that Kendall will help will help um, call for the Democrats. Yeah, but yeah. she wants to do that, but not so badly that I mean that was really I mean that was an unbelievable vague fluffiness when she comes back in and talks about it as well. So she's really bad liar. But no, I don't know. I'm sort of more on your on your side that she. I think that was a decision to say that shows that for her, the 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 her side winning basically was more, is more important than her than side being being her and Matson. Yeah, right. And she sort of thinks she might be able to swing it a little bit. I love you. Oh, she wasn't able to get hold of Nate. I, d- I think she d- decided not to call him. Yeah, no, fair enough. You, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what I what um I thought was very interesting. Whilst all this is going on, we very occasionally go back to the room full of senior management with Frank mm. and Carl. We don't really see Jerry in this, I don't think. But no, Frank no, and Carl, and Hugo, Hugo's there as well. Yeah. And whatever's going on, like whoever he's being called for. They really couldn't give a shit, I don't think, any of them. Particularly Frank and Carl. They're just lying back there and they're like, uh, yeah, someone's winning. Because mm. uh, they're all just thinking, I've got my golden umbrella out of here. Mm. I don't, and you feel, fucking hell. That's what these people build their way to, like, incredibly sort of, like, valuable salaries. And then their care for what happens to the rest of the world mm. is just completely gone by that point. Mm. And that's just horrible. I think, yeah. But going back to mm. the grizzly, so 
grizzly fallout of Shiv being caught out yeah. is, I mean, that's it. So then um, Kendall says, yeah, that's it. So we're calling it for Got Menken. For Menken, yeah. She's, she's, I almost thought she might mention being pregnant. Yeah, I, I did too. What, just why. to her brothers. I didn't think that would yeah. help. Yeah. Um, and it's, and she does sort of say something about, I'm going to go public. I was thinking, that doesn't even mean anything no. anymore, does it? Because, no. you know, it's that sort of fake newsery world. What was she going to go public with anyway? Talk, talk about the shenanigans, I guess. It wouldn't but, have meant much. No, there's shenanigans everywhere. <laughs> and then and then Roman saying, I think it's because you broke up with your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, and she's sort of, she's then sort of, Hoping Tom might. I mean, that was an unlikely thing. Well, to that's do. why I. That's why I thought she might be using the the pregnancy to possibly get Tom on side with her as a as a bargaining to, bargaining tool, or, or even or at least Tom thought she might be doing that. That's why. But yeah, it doesn't maybe. doesn't do any good. But there's a there's a great. I really like the how they do. Tom comes in. And he says, "Right, are we calling it?" And he's he's asking for. He's basically asking for a majority of the three siblings to say him yes, isn't it? And, and Roman mm. and Kendall are saying yes. So he's going to do it. And Tom doesn't really seem to care, does he? he you know, well, Tom is like a Hugo or um, yeah. Frank or yeah. whatever. But then he then he tells... Uh, it, Greg has, is the one who's going to go downstairs and tell everyone. Uh, I'm not sure why Tom doesn't do it himself immediately, but Greg seems to... Because he has that strange meeting with Jess in the corridor, doesn't he? It's kind of cute. I mean, yeah. it's kind of like... Why don't they just use a phone? I don't know. But I yeah. like it. I yeah. like that sense. I mean, but, is that, do you think that's an indicator of like talking about when you work for somewhere that's bad and terrible and you think, well, it's not really me. Yeah. You're not, well, I mean, I'm not like, I know I work for a bank, but it wasn't me that, you know, brought down everything in 2008. I'm just the messenger boy delivering yeah, a message yeah. here. I just do yeah. a bit of typing. And, but, um, but Greg does, he has a small bit of power here because, he knows that he can take his time to get down to the room, doesn't he? And Jess is kind of almost like the moral compass in this scene. And she, she's, uh, she's sort of, it's a weird scene for Jess to be in somehow. Wasn't I don't even know what she was doing there. Uh, no, yeah. I had a vague thought that maybe she was going to try and, I don't know, like tackle Greg to the ground and, and, and sort of, well, that she might sort of sexually interest him for a bit of time yes, in that's order what I to thought. save American democracy. I mean, he is one of the disgusting brothers, after all. It might work. <laughs> Although but... she's she's too much too much smaller than him, I think, for that to work. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, could... he's got really bad neck ache. If that had been the case. <laughs> well, anywho, I'm yeah. going that. But that's and then we have sad music, don't we? As they so. ATN call, making yeah. president. And there's that sort of pan around the newsroom, isn't there? And you can see all of the, like there's Darwin and um, the other, Dave and the other people in there mm. all looking quite shell-shocked at the fact that they've been part of this newsroom calling the election for Do Lincoln. you think, yeah. I know when Trump won in 2016, there was quite a sense of shell-shockiness, yeah. wasn't there? I wonder if they're suggesting. I think they're trying to move with the idea of Mencken being uh, even worse than Trump. I mean, maybe I'm sort of like, I mean, obviously I'm not American, but I didn't really live through Trump, but I felt that, well, we've got through that now. But it did feel very threatening at the time. But Mencken, I think, yeah. I think in his speech, that it speech- sounds more 
even more disturbing. He looks satanic in that speech, doesn't he? Really? Yeah. He's, um, yeah. I mean, he does. It does. It seems like truly neo-Nazi stuff, doesn't yeah. it? Because not just never mind anything about racial issues or that kind of thing. He's talking about we've got to be. Like, he, I think he says something about democracy can become merely transactional. Um, what did he mean by that? You think? Uh, so, well, he sort of says, you know, you. I don't know. It's curious. I mean, almost. Well, that's he's sort of saying. Oh, it's transactional. You know, I'll buy your votes by giving you welfare, right? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I think that's the meaning in speech. Of course, it's an irony because democracy is hugely um, transactional. I thought for a minute he might phone up Roman and say, "Oh, you know, I'm. I am actually. I. I don't want to be in in bed with you. I. I don't know why. I. You know, from saying." If he really wants democracy not to be transactional, then he might even be like, "No, I've got a no- noble, albeit insane, semi-fascist cause, and I don't know. I'm going to go my own way." But he's just like, "Yeah, great, yeah. we're buds, <laughs> yeah. <I'm> rocket." Um, <coughs> oh, but and there's things like, "Don't you long for something clean, something pure, yeah, something not 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 compromised?" I bet Jesse Armstrong had fun writing that speech. Oh, well, <laughs> and I I, yeah. I absolutely yeah. love Justin Kirk who plays who plays Menken. He's yeah. so so good in that role. It's like so you just feel everything that Menken's supposed to be. Do you think Menken? So Menken, this is his difference from Trump. I think, but maybe maybe now I'm changing my mind in my head. But anyway, I'll, I'll say it out loud. But I feel that he's more sincere than Trump. Or do you think? Yes. No. Absolutely. I mean, it'd be hard not to be. Really. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. No. No. But I do. I do know what you mean. I think he. He. You. You might say he's a bit like uh, Margaret Thatcher in the UK when you know, very right wing. But I never doubted Thatcher's sincerity. I always thought. She believed what she said. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a <clears throat> Margaret Thatcher supporter, but I wouldn't say she quite represented that degree of. No, 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 I, no. That wasn't what I was saying. But mm. I, what I was meaning was, you get some people like Boris Johnson, for example. I'd never trust a word that comes out of his mouth because whatever he he mm. might proclaim certain values, but I, I just don't believe he has sincere values. But Margaret Thatcher, I believe she yes. sincerely believed what she yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about what the values are. I'm yes. talking about whether you feel people believe them. Yeah. And I agree that I think Mencken does believe what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. He's not doing it just for power or... Although yeah. his line of democracy shouldn't be transactional when... Unless he's just blindsided, uh, maybe that's the case. that He truly believes that, but he just cannot analyse his own behaviour. Maybe, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so we've got... The end. I mean, Tom. Everybody hates Tom. Everyone now, hates officially. Tom. Tom now gets his photo on TV as the person who brought down the election, <laughs> which is not really what Tom wanted, is it? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't feel Tom feels like. I think if Greg was in that position, he yeah. would think there was a time when I was kind of like when he said he didn't want to join ATN at the beginning because yeah. they're like evil and stuff, and everybody I know hates them. But yeah, now he's he's. I'm not sure that would actually happen, though. You'd put the face of the head of ATN on TV and said it was his fault. I I don't know. I think they would. Okay. I think they would say okay. who, who. I mean, again, this relates back to the American practice of TV companies calling things. Yeah. Um, you've got, um, so Shiv calls Madsen and she's yeah. had a few calls with him through the episode, but yeah. not, not a lot happens until this last one, really, yeah. where she says... Like you're going to release the figures tomorrow. Yeah, meaning um, the meaning the um, oh. figures about India that, from the previous episode. Well, maybe. I mean, that's what I thought, but now I come to think of it, 
well, that doesn't seem like very sensible. Because she because she storms out the building saying we're going to fix things. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know how it, how yeah. releasing the India figures is going to fix things. So though. maybe. I mean, the only other thing I could think of is that he's got some sort of figures or some details about Kendall's, um, you know, live forever project. But how will this? How will this stop the Mencken presidency? Surely that's what they're. Or is she? Oh, is she, oh is she talking about? She's talking about the deal rather than the Mencken presidency. I, I thought she was talking about gonna, the presidency. No, I didn't think that. I mean, no? after all, Luke Madsen doesn't. I mean, doesn't really care about the politics. I don't think. Well, if that's true, because that wasn't what I thought when I was watching. But if that's true, then um, that Shiv was talking about the um, the deal, then I think my earlier comment about saying she's far more interested in her position in the future way star that she's in the presidency holds yes, because otherwise uh, she would have been uh, in turmoil whatever. about the presidency, I think. Okay, yeah. you win. Um, <laughs> what, yeah, I, I, don't you love it when a TV, you have a character and you feel she's at a real low, like really like, you know, everything's gone wrong. She's like that sort of calling her, you know, soon to be ex partner, Pontius Pilot, and then it's like, right, I'm going to come back. I'm doing that. There is such a satisfying sort of trope of storytelling. Storming across, like a, I don't know, down the pavement somewhere or other. Yeah. Thing. yeah, being like, no, I have a plan. I have a plan. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yes. But we've got to wait a week for a plan. So, um, we hear from Kendall in the car in the very last scene. He says to Rava that the funeral's tomorrow. Yes. Which means that episode nine is the funeral. And there's 10 episodes. And there's 10 episodes. So now I want to go back to my rekindling of your theory about the meaning of succession. So if the funeral is the next episode, that means fallout from the election has to be the last episode, which makes complete sense to me. It feels like a Jesse Armstrong ending to this series will will be the fallout from the election. Do you not think? I'm not entirely sure. I think it could be something quite different. I mean, yes, the election is obviously a really important part of this episode, but yeah. in some ways it's also been about the the breakdown between the three siblings. Uh, okay, yeah. But I, I feel this has all been building up to the breakdown between the three siblings. And turns out election, to be Turns out to be a petty little argument compared to what that breakdown means for democracy in America. Well, we know in a fortnight. We will know in a fortnight, but well, we might know a little bit more next week, but I, I, it just feels like because the funeral is the next episode, I feel like it has to be something about the fallout from the election last episode. I think that gives even more weight to your theory about, um, okay. Well, we've got also think about funerals. We've got Roman speech. Roman speech, looking forward to. And, no, and we will have more Marsha. Where is Marsha? Marsha's going to be back. Um, maybe a little bit more Marsha Willa interaction. I always oh, like those yeah, two. They're, they're, they're good. Yeah. Um, I mean, lots to look forward to. Yeah. I, lots to look forward to. I do think it will be American Burning in the last day. Do you know? Because you know what I think will, what I think some of what Shiv means by she's going to fix things will meet. I think there might be something pushed in the other direction to do with the Democrats contesting the contesting the vote this time round. You know, the 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 Republicans oh, okay. have won in a, on a very small margin and oh. not probably not even really won. And now I think the Democrats are going to be pushing for it, and that is going to cause America to burn because it, they've just flipped the parties in the way that it's contested. Because both parties are 
are perfectly capable of contesting things in a very unfair manner. Yes, yeah. probably fair. Yeah. And so they will they will push well, it, they will contest it. The Republicans so, will complain. I think, will be, I think a yeah. lot of yeah. I think a lot of people on the left in America would say there is no way you would have a storming of the Capitol. Maybe. No, no, not a storming of the Capitol. No, I, I think I think but I don't think Maybe. no, I, I don't think there would be a storming of the Capitol, but I think the Democrats will use all legal means they can in order to try and get the get the election call to be overturned because you remember do you remember in the ref, in the Brexit referendum in the UK mm. there was a significant part of the remain voters once the once it had been you know the vote had gone to the leave voters they were saying we want to have the vote again and allow 16 and 17 year olds to vote this time so that it can go the other way. And you were like, what the fuck? How, how can that be democracy? That's just like insane. And like, you know, but can I say I was a remain voter? I, as was I a remain voter, but I did not agree with that. That doesn't exactly fulfill the democratic no, mandate okay. of being fair, does it? Fair play. Yeah. So everybody's, everybody's shit. Everyone's burning. But whatever, it's more, it's more that, when you feel your side has been unfairly treated, and and I feel in in this instance of Mencken being called, I'm sure the Democrats feel unfairly yep. treated. You you get all sort of like I'm going to do whatever it takes, yeah. don't you? And yeah. all those guys, you know, those guys that did storm the Capitol, they were definitely sincere. I Absolutely. Think, part, so. Yeah, yeah. They they felt that they had had the election stolen from them, and and that's what it looked like to them. I think so. Maybe you could have Democrats storming the Capitol. Who knows? That would be. I don't think that. I don't think I succession would do that. Storm the capital, no, that, that would be, be too, too much. But I think an equivalent of storming the capital, possibly. Mm. And you could also have. You could also have um, Democrats pushing back, perhaps getting the call overturned, that really inflaming the Republicans and causing some other kind of violence happening. I think that could be a possible call. And then you get no succession of the uh, president in America, and the title of succession is fulfilled. Well, as, not really, if there's no succession. But well, yes. no, no, but it, it's fulfilled in as much as this is what this series has been about. Succession, question mark? Yes, No, exactly. it doesn't happen. Yeah. Answer. Okay. That's why I think your theory is really good. I like it. Well, I'm glad anyway, you my theory. Anyway, takes us two more episodes to find out. I must say, I was really sad when this episode ended because it was only two more episodes no, to go. Really. I don't think I felt quite so sad about TV before. No, yeah. it's the best. Yeah. Okay, anyway, see okay. you next time for the penultimate episode.